the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This, of course, is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And as we learned yesterday, some sad news in the world of music. Unfortunately, Eddie Van Halen lost his battle with cancer. But, uh, Lundy, I don't know about you, I've been playing Van Halen Classics on loop, MTV Classic on my TV, has been playing videos on loop, and uh, you know, I don't know if you're a Sammy Hagar or if you're a David Lee Roth fan, but Panama's number one for me all diggity day long. Uh, you got to throw and beat it because he played the guitar riff on that, the Michael Jackson Classic that Eddie Van Halen, and then... Uh, you know, some of the other stuff that's out there with later Van Halen, also excellent on the ta- timeline. But for me, it's Beat It, it's Panama, and there's really nothing else that really rivals it in the world of Van Halen. What's your favorite Van Halen cut? See, see, I'm the same thing. I like those when it comes to Eddie's guitar play. I'll also say I was always a fan of Right Now, uh, which takes us into Van Hagar, obviously. Yeah, but part, yeah. of the, part of the reason why, though, in that video, I, I always remember the video, and I distinctly remember in the video when he's doing the guitar solo, the text that comes up on the screen says, right now is not as easy as it looks. And <laughs> yeah. uh, that is absolutely true when it came to his amazing ability on a guitar. Yeah, Van Hagar, uh, When It's Love, is also very high. Probably my top five up there as well. Look, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, you were a gift from the guitar gods. Uh, definitely iconic with the supersonic sound. And those uh, fastidious fingers moving up and down uh, the the old arm of the guitar. So, unfortunately, lost the world of music. Uh, but we shall all persevere and reflect fondly on the music that he created. Look, we're also going to make some money this upcoming week of the NFL. And why not do so at DraftKings Sportsbook? And add the excitement of Week 5, DraftKings is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DK Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers great odds. Boost every single Sunday to help you make it rain. Here's what you need to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code FTN when you sign up so you get a chance to get that $1,000 bonus. That's code FTN to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to Wednesday's Fade 5. Number five. All right, starting things off and our sneak peek of the full slate of games in the NFL this upcoming weekend. How about the battle for the Quaker State, the showdown in Pennsylvania between the Philadelphia Eagles and Pittsburgh Steelers. And I like the under in this one, Lundy, at 43.5 with a minus 112 Jews. Look, the Steelers, number one in the NFL on the defensive line and adjusted line yards allowed. And they blitzed the living daylights out of the opponent at a 51.2% clip. That's number one in the league. They apply the most pressure of any defense of the league as well at 46.5%. And they're certainly going to crank that sucker up to 11 against that rickety offensive line. 
uh, pulling dudes, I think, from Temple University there in Philadelphia to fill the massive voids left uh, by the body strewn on the IR list of the Philadelphia Eagles. I see Carson Wentz and company really <laughs> struggling in this game against arguably the best defense in the league. Pittsburgh's going to put up some points, uh, but this could be like a 20-6 to go-away win, tucking well under the proposed 43-and-a-half total, especially with the Steelers well-rested, coming off that unexpected bye due to COVID and the Tennessee Titans. Fade or follow the under 43-and-a-half points and that showdown in the Quaker State. I will follow you, although I think it's going to be pretty close. I do agree with the way Pittsburgh's defense is. I think Carson Wentz and company are in trouble. I think this is going to be another long day for Philadelphia. And as you said, Pittsburgh is rested up. They got that bye week early, and they've got an opportunity to come out and fire. And fire is exactly what I think they're going to do. I think Philly's going to be chasing in this game, trying to get something going, and Pittsburgh's not going to let it happen. I'll follow. Points will certainly be a premium in Pittsburgh. Number four. All right, Jacksonville and Houston is officially the post-B.O.B. era, uh, and I'm going to fade Romeo Crennel. Romeo, Romeo, oh, thy Romeo. I'm not a big fan of, of him, necessarily. not necessarily on the defensive end. He's done a really good job in terms of play calling. We have no idea what this Texans team is going to do. Are they going to unleash Deshaun Watson? Will David Johnson get more involved in the pass game? Will Brandon Cooks actually catch a football, which did not happen last week? Uh, the Texans are 0-4 ETS so far this season. I think Jacksonville has a distinct advantage in this one. That's why I'm on a plus six at minus 112. The Jaguars up front with James Robinson running behind that offensive line, which is number eight in adjusted line yards allowed. will take advantage of this Houston defensive line, number 28 in adjusted line yards surrendered. A whole lot of Robinson left, right, up the middle. I think he surpasses the century mark in combined yardage. And the Jags... I wouldn't be shocked if they win this game straight up with Houston reeling. Feed or follow Jacksonville plus six at minus 112. I am going to fade you on this one because I believe the boat anchor that was B.O.B. in Houston has been strewn into the Gulf of Mexico and that Houston is actually going to come out and have this giant sigh of relief. And I think that's going to be a huge benefit to them. I think they actually wind up winning this by a touchdown. So I think it's going to be close, Brad, but I'm going to fade you. I'm taking Houston by a touchdown. Uh, to pay homage to the late, great Eddie Van Halen, it's going to be an eruption of points for James Robinson and company in H-Town. Number three. All right, moving on to our monkeyknifefight.com, a player prop of the day presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Do you have no idea what it is? Go there right now and use the promo code F. T-N. Again, promo code F-T-N. And as a new user, when you sign up, you get a free $5 game in the house. It's just more or less simple player props action over or under on whatever you like, uh, whether it's in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. They got it all. Check them out at monkeynightfight.com. Tom Brady, 282.5 pass yards against my Chicago Bears is the line on Thursday Night Football. And I'm way under. On this one, look, the Bears' secondary has greatly exceeded all of my wildest dreams and expectations, Lundy, uh, as this unit has given up just 6.5 YPA, 241.5 yards per game, and three total touchdowns through the air. Uh, you know, they have not allowed a quarterback to go over this number in three consecutive games. 
And I honestly think the Bears going to be competitive in this contest, though. TB12 has been getting it done down the field. Number 10 in deep ball completion percentage. Number 5 in completed air yards, but likely without the services of Chris Godwin. Mike Evans not 100%. Scotty Miller not 100%. Uh, even Jalen Watson or Justin Watson, one of the backups at wide receiver, also not 100%. They're banged up. Uh, maybe a 250-yard, one to two touchdown game for the future Hofer, the GOAT, uh, but I don't see him getting to 283. Fader follow my under-selection, Brady, 282.5 pass yards against the Monsters of the Midway. 265, a touchdown and a pick. That's what I'm going with. I'm taking the under on this one. I do think that he's going to struggle. He might get a couple of those deep balls, and who knows, that touchdown I'm looking for might be one of those deeper balls, but I think he's not going to get a whole lot of yards in this one, Brad. I think the Bears are going to hold him in check. I don't know that Chicago wins the game outright. I think TB12 figures out how to do it, even with the ragtag bunch of injured players that he's got, but I don't see him doing it from a yardage standpoint. 265, that's what I'm looking for. I'm going to follow. Yeah, those Uggs are going to be filled with cement in this one in the Windy City. Number two. All right, moving on back uh, to DraftKings Sportsbook. And how about Indianapolis and the Cleveland Browns? Browns uh, off at high, uh, beating the Dallas Cowboys, the woeful, dreadful, pathetic Dallas Cowboys in that defense. They're back at home. Uh, they're welcoming this Colts team uh, that hasn't really lived up to the expectations, at least uh, in terms of running the football. Jonathan Taylor really immersed right now in what it looks like to be a full-blown RBBC with Jordan Wilkins, who's outperforming it, with Naheem Hines as well, the offensive line. We all thought was going to be the best in the NFL. Well, they're middling right now in terms of adjusted line yards allowed. For all those reasons, I love the Browns, and I'm taking them on the money line. It went straight up at plus 106. Uh, the offensive line is the best in the NFL, unlike the Colts. They are number one in adjusted line yards. And not only that, but Miles Garrett has been badgering quarterbacks here the entire season. He's going to wreak havoc uh, on this pocket. And Phillip Rivers, uh, talk about uh, boots filled with cement. Uh, he's like that, you know, sitting in quicksand in a quagmire. It's that bad. He just cannot move. He's an immobile statue there in that back. That's a bit redundant, but it applies to Phillip Rivers. And I think Cleveland, as long as the offense can click, yes, they are down Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt's got to fill those big shoes brilliantly. Brownies win their second consecutive game, and they steal that W against the Colts. Are you with me? Fade or follow Brown's money line at plus 106. It's so disappointing to see a team like the Colts with Jonathan Taylor, even with Naeem Hines, with Hilton, with uh, your new boo, Mo Ali Cox, with yeah. uh, with with jo with Jack Doyle, with all of these weapons, and that they cannot seem to get it done. Father Time is catching up to Philip Rivers very, very quickly. Many of us thought that it had actually already caught up with him last season. The Colts didn't believe it, but now they're seeing it. So yes, I'm going to follow. Take it straight up with Cleveland that they win it on the money line, two wins in a row, and maybe OBJ smiling on mm. the sideline. Could it mm. be? Could it be? Uh, or proposing to another kicker net. Number one. All right. Last and certainly not least, let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning world champions, laying 12 and a half against the Las Vegas Raiders. And believe it or not, I'm going to lay the chalk here. Uh, Kansas City just continues to cover big spreads. They're 3-1 ATS on the season, and they have a huge advantage 
in all facets in this game. Uh, the Raiders secondary, uh, they've got some injuries there. They have been exploitable so far this season, giving up a 7.7 YPA. Patrick Mahomes has got to be salivating at the prospects here. Not only that, but so does CEH uh, because the Raiders have left opposing running backs in the black, giving up 5.3 yards per carry to the position. Too many weapons, too nuclear, too good, too electric. Uh, and I think Kansas City is going to coast to an easy victory in this one. They win by two touchdowns, two extra points. Don't screw it up for us, Harrison Bucker. Uh, but I think it's a 14-point spread in the end, covering the 12-and-a-half as Kansas City moves to 4-1 and one ATS on the year. Fade or follow, KC minus a hefty 12-and-a-half. Well, and they're 2-0 ATS at home, Brad. And even though you don't have that full crowd at Arrowhead, they've been allowing just enough fans in there to still make some noise. I think that helps yeah. them with a great home field advantage. So, yes, I'm going to follow you on this one. I think that the Chiefs win this one going away. I see absolutely no way that Vegas can hang with them with the way that they're firing. And look, we were just talking about some of the weapons that the Colts have that Phillip Rivers is not able to take advantage of. Well, look at all the weapons in Kansas City. And oh, by the way, they've got the quarterback that knows what to do with them. Yes, all day long. This is a two touchdown plus victory for Kansas City. Give up the points and take KC minus 12 and a half. Yeah, no doubt about that. Feeling good about I hate laying action on big spreads, but that one almost seems like a no-brainer to me, given the weaknesses defensively for John Gruden's club. And that is a wrap on this rapido edition of the Faith and Noise podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, me, at Noisy Huevos, and Lundy, at Nate Lundy. Uh, drop us a rating and or review, would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports, betting, and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code EVANS to score a sweet discount on your subscription today and until tomorrow as always fade or follow that is up to you fade the noise